Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Okay, go. I'm right, I'm ready. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. This is a podcast about board games that is semi-recorded live at the Dallas Hyatt Marriott. Semi-recorded. Is it the Dallas Hyatt Marriott? Is the Dallas Hyatt Regency. Regency. I knew it was something like that. Something pompous. This is Jerry. Gabby. Someone else is here. No, Bubba's here now. And? Enrique. Yes, thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, this, is fr- <laughs> this is Friday. This is Friday night. And we're, we're recording in our motel room because we're about to go down to the poker tournament here at the BGG Con. Yes, yes. And we're going to win. No, I, no wait a minute. No, well, you're going to get one table in. Jerry's going to get bored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not enjoying this here. Bubba's going to try hard. I'm going to try. No, try hard. He's uh, the best I'm hungry, though, so I may have to sabotage myself. Intense focus. Listen, listen. It's not about how well you do. It's about the heart. It's true. I found something disturbing. All right, find it. And this wow. is from some time ago. Actually, it was from October. In Oregon, not one drop of blood, cattle mysteriously mutilated. Okay. okay. And there's no update. Well, what do you mean? They're finding cattle... In the early morning light, dust from hooves creates a fog at Sylvie's Valley Ranch. Five young purebred bulls mysteriously showed up dead on this ranch, drained of blood, and with body parts precisely removed. What body parts, you may ask? His red coat is as shiny as if he were going to the fair, but he's bloodless, and his tongue and genitals have been surgically cut out. Chupacabra. No, come I was on. thinking the exact same thing. I was oh actually my. looking it up. It's a chupacabra. <laughs> it's a chupacabra, man. In Oregon, no, it's they, a Sasquatch. They, no, they don't <laughs> have Sasquatch. He's tools. No, not that chupacabra. And now has, he's, he's on a rampage no. for the wintertime. He went north for the winter. I like it when it's cold. Well, you're he's been down hot. Well, it could be a forest yeti, like Forest Whitaker. They're similar, except they have both eyes open. <laughs> he actually has. What does Forrest Whitaker have that with that eyeball? I don't know. It's not it's, like a it's lazy an act, eye. No, it's not some lazy eye. It's, it's actually a, something where you what have is a lazy like eye. Drop eye. An eye it's that some sort work of work hard. You're, no, your uh, your uh, eyelid hangs down a little yeah, bit low. It, it's I mean, like it's a, not dropsy, but what, I mean, I know it's not it. Do that eyelid's parents like kick him out when he's eighteen? Like you're lazy. Get out of here. And that you. <laughs> why are you eye. doing making fun? A body <laughs> shaming. You're a body shaming. How dare you? We here at the board game snobs. Our anti-body shaming. Forrest Whitaker. Uh, this is a podcast about board games. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Oh, Instagram. speaking of eyes. No, it's, it's lazy eye. It is lazy eye? Yeah, it's called yeah, uh, lazy eye. Is that a proper term? It's but, not like, you know. No, the proper uh, term is ptosis? Yes. That's ptosis. what I thought it was. Yeah, also known ptosis. as lazy eye. Favorite Forrest Whitaker movie? Yeah. Uh, uh, don't have one. <laughs> you obviously never watched Ghost Dog. <laughs> What's ghost dog? That's like the ghost dog. Is it a dog that's a ghost? You're just gonna no. Like, look. Anyway, if anybody Man, knows what I'm talking so about, old. you email me because everybody knows that soundtrack was lit. <laughs> was, I, don't, wait don't a minute, about? Bubba. Was that no. right? Lit. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. That was urbanly correct. Right, Bubba. <laughs> Bubba. Bubba, 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 Bubba has been helping Why? me on my slang. See, here's the thing. Our podcast is is really big. Like it's got tens of downloads in Europe, 
and Australia. Sure. But here in the urban areas of the United States, we're not really reaching yes, out. So no. I have decided no. to expand my vernacular to be <laughs> able to encompass everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And so Bubba is now coaching me. I've learned about, uh, was it Biggie Smalls? Biggie? Biggie, you learned about Biggie Smalls? Uh, and uh, Smalls. that name to me. Why Biggie? Big, Biggie Smalls. Well, it's like Jumbo Shrimp. Like, like is it something small or is it Jumbo? Was his name Smalls? Mm, uh, I don't think was, so. Oh, my God. I can't believe the guy's name. It's probably like Clancy or something. Uh, no, it's, it's like, oh, I forgot his name. Christopher. Chris. Yeah. Christopher Smalls? No, his, name's, his name's Chris. I don't know what they're doing. Chris, Chris <laughs> yeah, Wallace. No Chris. I'm just saying Chris Wallace. But he's dead Did now, Chris? right? Yes. Like Rip Torn. He's, he's done. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Also. Rip Torn. This woman, a second woman has gotten parasitic eye worms. Now, that is a thing. Apparently so. That gets into your aqueous says, humor. And surely we're all next. And it's not funny. Or watery. Yeah, right now. Laugh. Right now. watery <laughs> Some ophthalmologist is listening to this. He's just laughing. Ha, 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 ha. That was for you, sir. Optometrist. Humor. Appreciate you. It says she was running, and most likely a fly landed in her eye mm. that dropped this worm in there. Are you serious? Yes. Sounds about and like right. she was washing her eyes, and a worm, she washed a worm out of her eye. Thought she was done. Like, if I had a worm in my eye, I wouldn't think I'm done. Hospital. You keep doing it? <laughs> you just keep doing Go to the hospital. Honey, come check me out. But finally, they she went to the hospital, and they extracted worms, and they said there was like larvae in there. Like, if she had waited longer, it was going to have an eye full of worms. Ooh. That's crazy. Why are we talking about this? Because <laughs> we went from we went mutilated camel <laughs> to Cattle. eyes to eye worms. So, listen. Mm. Not earworms. I don't want to think about eye chupacabra. I don't want to think about eye worms. What do you want to think about? I want to think about... What do you... Not like in life, what is something you just like to think about? Like, brings you... Like, it, when things are bad... You know what I like to think about? And don't say me, because that's the obvious answer. Mm -hmm. Something else. Hmm. What do you want to think about? Bubba, what do you want to think about? Oh, I know you was going to ask that. What do I think what about? What brings when? you pleasing? You know, like people say, go to your happy place. Bubba's a poet. Oh, man. I mean, He writes poetry. Places. I know that. Happy places, no. Well, one, literature is great. I mean, I like to read. Go to my happy place. I got a couple good authors in mind. Uh, other than that, man. like King Arthur? No, nah, King Arthur's one of them. You know what I'm saying? At least a story. Uh, Arthur C. Clark. Yeah. I'm, uh, Are they your Arthurs? No, nah, you know what I'm getting into? Arthur I, Conan Doyle. And I'm I'm 33 years old. I'm about to turn 34. I'll tell you what I'm getting into. First what? time in my life. Comic books. I have never read comic books before. Ever. What in my are you life. reading? I read I, Watchmen. What? No, no. Seriously, I did read the Watchmen. Did you really? Yes. I didn't read. I'm I, not reading it. I found an old article of Garfield, and I know that doesn't oh, technically oh, do it. <laughs> I mean, actual comic books. That's not what I was thinking. I was completely different. I know you did. I know you did. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, well, here's the thing. So, what do you call a comic book in a graphic? What a graphic? What they call it? A graphic? Whatever. Bubba's up all night. Like, what happens to Dick Tracy? Think about it though. Most people say comic books, and this not a comic book. It's a graphic novel. Happened to Hagar. I'm just throwing it out there. So that's pretty neat, though. It's pretty no, funny. I was in, okay. I, well, when I was in middle school, I was all about Family Circus, Garfield. I, I hate Garfield now. You like, like Dick Tracy? Really? Well, yeah, I've got. I have Dick Tracy comic books. I like Dick. Tracy. I have every single book 
of Calvin and Hobbes. Seriously. Every single comic. Calvin and Hobbes is legit. Every single one. You I know ate, what? I didn't get Calvin and Hobbes humor until I was older. I clipped <laughs> the final comic out of the newspaper of Calvin and Hobbes. I think it was Bill Watterson or Watson. Uh, Watterson. Watterson, I, mean. I believe. They offered him scads of money to keep doing Calvin and Hobbes. He turned it down. I clipped the last article, last comic, and had it laminated. I think I still have it. I love Calvin and Hobbes. I have every single stuff. book. I read it to my kids. Okay, well, I was into Farsight. Yeah, everybody's into Farsight. I know, because it's weird. It is weird. You do have that Farsight humor. I want to Non-sequiturs. Talk- is that what that's called? Non-sequiturs? The things that are out of order? Like airplane-type humor, like from the airplane movie. Like just something like it's just random. It's yes. the second time I heard the airplane there. And I, I find that show hilarious. And I don't know that. I watched it for like the second time in my entire life. It mm, is. A couple months for ago. me, it's like, it's my number one comedy. Yeah. Because really? it's just so. I watched, even though it's old and yeah. random. But why don't you like Enrique? Because oh. that's basically what he is. It's just randomness. That's true. Enrique's humor that's true. is nothing but non-sequential uh, thoughts. I mean, you have Airplane, Naked Gun, 33 and 3rd, the Naked Gun series. That mm-hmm. crap, some of that stuff was hilarious. Hot Over Shots Part 2. Yeah, yeah, that was good. And then I watched Major Pain, which probably isn't in that category, but I still like it. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah, a good so one. Major Pain is a good one. one. Hot then, Shots. Yes. And then Enrique. Hot Shots Part 2. I use the line forever. <laughs> <laughs> Are you joking? No. <laughs> if I were joking, I'd say a horse walks into a bar. Bartender says, why the long face? Oh, that's not a good one. It gets me every time. Uh, oh, <laughs> and then he finds Mr. Bain. <laughs> says, Mr. Bain's in prison. And he's like, why didn't you escape? You're free. They tied my shoelaces together. <laughs> and he looks down. He goes, those sons of... <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, All right. Laugh. Board game. Charlie Sheen yes. does the best straight face in Hot Shots Part Two. He is just straight. If you don't know who he is, like when he was that way, it was hilarious. Like I know later on, you know, with the drugs and everything else in the <laughs> show, he whatever, crazy. he went a little crazy. But that was he was hilarious. I'm just throwing that out there. I, I have never. I know, anyway, my wife was needing to pick me up, so we we played some comedy. It was good. It was good. Board gaming. This this is about buzz podcast is about board gaming. <laughs> we just need to change the name. Well, I want to talk about Paris New Eden. Which is a game by Bubba. Take it away. I got to eat my breakfast biscuit. So it is a game by the publisher Madagat, correct? Mm-hmm. The, designer, the designer is Florian Grinner and Ludovic Mablanc. And then the artist the artist is Agnes Rapoche. I thought that was... Uh, are you, you just... You can't wait to eat. Are you that hungry? You can't. <laughs> you can't wait to eat a cracker in between takes. I was gonna let that make that last, but I couldn't we stretch got 30 it. Thirty minutes. I couldn't stretch it anymore. I it is pretty good though. It's chocolate. So we, we played Paris New Eden. It's a pretty game. A very pretty. pretty game. Very colorful. Got. I'm not turning back on while you're chewing. Got purples in it. It's a beautiful game. It's a civilization game. Yep. Did you like it? So I think I read overall it. thought. Just quick thought. Overall thought is uh, where it comes to mind is competent. I, it was a good competent <laughs> game. I don't know how to put. I don't know how to put it as. That's the word that comes to mind. It, it was Bubba a. Bailey. It was Game better. Stops it was competent. It was good. <laughs> That'll do. That was good. You're on. You're on. I'm, I'm on. on. Chewing. Good, yeah. All right. Now that y'all have talked for a little bit, I'll come in and correct. No, good. No, good. No, good. No, no, Not at civilization game per se. Because civilization... So per se means, but it could be. It could be. Yes. Because I'm trying to acknowledge that you're not that wrong. I'm not wrong. So you are trying to rebuild 
a civilization, but it's not when you say civilization game, like competing civilizations. In Paris, New Eden, basically it's something... It's a dystopian future. Something bad has happened to Paris. I what happened? Mean, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of greenery going on. Global warming. I don't know. Ice age. I don't know what happened. But something happened. And now you're trying to rebuild. Bubba, you were in Paris recently. What could happen in Paris? Well, Paris is a very dirty city. What? Or not. Now. Yes, I was there like two weeks ago. And Paris is super dirty. And all the things you hear about oh, Paris is true. Yeah. It's beautiful. But at the you're same time. You're insulting our Parisians. Well, no, I'm not insulting at all. I will say this. I think that some secret mold could be hiding in the 400-year-old <laughs> sewer system that somehow no, becomes open. Catacombs? Catacombs and no, everything else. And no. you can mix with a disease. And next thing you know, it's ever. I mean, it's realistic. It could really happen. I'm serious. The catacombs where Indiana Jones went. No, the catacombs. No. Oh, yeah, it was. Was, was it? that in the movie? In, yeah. Was it Paris? He, he went under the thing. He went oh, under there. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Which one with Indiana Jones? Three. I must not yeah. Know. Is that the... the uh, those the tapestries, one. which we missed out on that somebody pointed out to us. Oh, About okay. tapestry? Yes. Thank you. Mm. At any point when you're in Paris, did you like try to speak Parisian? No. I'm going to tell you the reason Which why. I guess would be, a.k.a. French. French, yeah. France. If you do not know how to speak French, don't speak, don't try it. Do they look down on you? Uh, I, I think that some people do look down on you. Some people want you to try and I mean, fail. yeah, I'm not classifying all yeah, of them. Yeah, not all of them, but I think that but if you I don't know how to heard speak it. it can, like, you can be treated rudely in certain yeah, places. Yeah, I mean, but uh, normally if they see you, I, honestly, I think, and probably, this is not their fault, it's probably our fault. If they see you, they assume they that who's you, our? They ask, okay, I've our means there, as Americans who speak English. Uh, Parisians as being them, I think oh, when they see you, they, they assume them. that you are a dumb American who doesn't know how to speak French, which most likely you are a dumb American who doesn't know how to speak French, and they treat you accordingly. But to defend the France, but go ahead. They have like the highest tourism rate in the world. It's like 38 million people a year. Oh, yes. oh I agree. I agree. It France. makes sense. I mean, it makes sense so, why you would. I would be tired of seeing somebody who doesn't speak my language who's asking me for directions. Yeah. And obnoxious. And obnoxious. Yeah. If Jerry Baker came to France and I was like living next door to the Louvre and I hear Jerry Baker, (laughs) I hear they call this the Louvre. Mona Lisa's in here. Why does she only smile? How come she never laughs? That's your best impersonation of me. I would be like, oh, these Americans. And this is why we're not popular in France. <laughs> That's why we're popular in France, right there. Hey, friend. here, I'm trying to better myself with my vernacular you bitter to yourself. reach all people of everywhere. And You've been using bitters in your whiskey here lately. I have. Yeah. I've been using these Aragosca. <laughs> you know oh, we just switched it on that. Aragosca well, or Aromomic bitters. Can I, say, right can I say one thing about the French before we get off the subject? In your Go ahead. Bourbon. The thing is, I think uh, it has one of the most beautiful countries. That I've been through. I'm going to put a little splash so of this. If, in what the about urban? the people? In are the they prettier? In the so they're uh, all pretty. No, I think. Well, here's the thing. They're very European. What does that mean? They're very, oh, I mean, they're very Anglo-Saxon. Are they all oh, work replacement? <laughs> <laughs> well, to put it in that way, <laughs> dry. No theme. No theme. They all. They all. They all. They, they all real right. trading. Yeah. Wood. <laughs> Just for stuff. They I'll give you. They're all deck, sheep for some yeah. wood. They're all deck builders with their appearance. Do you oh. have any wheat? Oh, Does that make sense? You're we'll use that. Welcome back. We'll use that. We'll use that, that board I game. Don't know what that means. Well, they're all deck middles like with their appearance. They they put on. Oh, they put on lots of stuff. They put on. Yeah, they're they're they very layer? uh, they're layered up. Like you come out, you oh. come out very well presented. Really? I think the thing like that people, makeup. Yeah, makeup, the dress, the style, everything like else. Up. 
Yeah, that's a normal. They're gussied up. They're gussied. So, but the board game in Paris was gussied as well. A friend of mine used to say, even an old barn looks good with some new paint. Oh, Paris, New Eden. Isn't necessarily just about like Paris, though. I mean, it's just, there's nothing in it besides the thing. There was literally nothing Paris Now, wait a minute. It had the Eiffel Tower in it. Was there's, the Eiffel Tower there's, in there? There's a picture of the Eiffel stuff. Tower with, even look. with covered stuff in green stuff. Out of it. Yeah. So quick. So I guess we should get back to Paris Give New Eden. me 20 seconds to give a rundown of Paris New Eden. Paris New Eden, really nice art. But anyways, the mechanics of it is you select a dice from one of these five Would action spaces. Would it be R or is? After you select that dice, it, the dice are of these various workers. You take them into your tableau, and then you do the action. After several rounds, you then decide who has the most of one type of worker, and then you bid on these buildings that are out underneath the rest of the board. You obtain these buildings. These buildings give you bonuses, equipment, so forth and so on. And then after you have built all your buildings, you then go out on these various events, which give you victory points. And then... In the Agricola style, you have to feed all the people in your little refuge, which is where you get a lot of your victory points. Rinse, dry, repeat for four rounds. We got introduced to Paris New Eden by uh, the company here at BGG, where they had a vendor. Me and Enrique played it. Really liked it. Oh, Sorry. You're on now, Enrique. You may speak. Your evil overlord has turned. Heavy breathing. Your evil overlord has turned on your mic. You're good. Go. I always do engage. You do breathe deep. Yeah. But and it was he has two lungs, one kidney. It was me, you, and then the guy who was uh, teaching the demo. Right, and we enjoyed it. Yeah, it was basically we loved it because it was fat. Even though it It was was the first. Stop fast. Oh, I said fat. No, no. Don't you tell me what to say. <laughs> I, can't. I, I can't help what I hear. You can help what but, you say. What? I can't. But Go, even sorry. If, even if it, even though it was the three of us, the the rounds went fairly quickly. Yeah, Did you take just, them to we, the Super Bowl? It was just four rounds. Oh, yeah. And anyways, we then entered a tournament. Did you of say it. rounds or Browns? We <laughs> <laughs> did enter. I'm trying to overlook all this. You people are. <laughs> y'all are terrible. Am I hearing that bad? Yes, you are deaf. Wow. You realize that 50% of our I'm podcast sorry. is you thinking somebody else said something else and you commenting about it? My bad. Oh. I'm sorry. Anyways. Yeah, it was a really decent game. I thought it was. Oh, wow, that's quite the compliment. Screwed up. So, much like Bubba's, uh, it was very, uh, what? <laughs> Competent, 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 very decent, very decent, very competent. decent, very competent. All right, so that means it's a solid game with solid mechanics, but you don't love it. Well, I don't love it, but here's yeah. why. Here's why I like it. Tell me why. It's difficult. It is a punishing game. It's really difficult yes. to manage your your settlement because your settlement, when it comes time to grow your settlement, it's based off your dice, and you just end up getting. Useless workers. They have these uh, what they call slackers, which aka millennials, that come into your refuge. That basically you can do nothing with them, and they just cost you food. You have Enrique, to. Enrique, how does that them. make you feel? Enrique, are I'm you a Gen millennial? Z, my guy. Gen Z. I'm not offended. Oh snap! Oh yeah. So see, is Bubba a millennial? By, no. by definition, no. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it goes up to like thirty. I thought. No, no. no. We, me and Bubba are across the. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, we're, we're, we're not part of that. What are we? 
We're not uh, baby boomers. We're not baby boomers. We're not. We're the before baby boomers, before millennials. Yeah, we're, well, if y'all are not I mean, millennials, then y'all are with me Gen and X? you're Gen X. Yeah. We're Gen X. Are we Gen X? I'm Gen X, Gen baby. X. Why are you rubbing Pearl your bald Jam? head? Pearl Jam. Is I that love Gen to X? rub my bald head after <laughs> I've dipped it in oil. So, anyways, Paris New Eden is a decent game. I really liked it because of its difficulty. It's different because not only are you selecting these dice, you have to really plan ahead and decide what are you going to do. And the three paths to victories tend to be, are you going to focus on food, gathering food for your... Put your uh, mic up a little bit close to your face. For your uh, refuge. Or are you going to go out and do these missions, which require you either to have these healers, these warriors, or these medical people to go out and complete? I, I liked it. I liked it enough that I almost... It's different enough. And here's what I'd say. Would you buy it? I was. I would be close to it. Close. Close, 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 close. Here's why. It's different enough and it's challenging enough. It's refreshing enough that it's not the same old Euro worker placement. Same old, same old. I would say that at this same con, old. it's definitely one of the best top five games I've played. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, because we finished it. I've that's played that's five, a feat with I you. I have played five games of it here. Well, you were in a tournament. You were forced to. I liked it. I it's enjoyed good. It. So I found it the feeding. Well, like y'all said, you have to pick a path, which I did not. I was trying to fulfill these bonus tiles. I was trying to feed, and you end up kind of doing neither. So you end up starving. You end up starving. Are your people with thin? But if you do feed, you get lots of points. So, but feeding is tough. It's very tough. And it's not like one for one. Like you might have 25 people at a scale. So if you enter this level of 20 people where you got to, you got to, it costs six food. Yeah. And it's interesting enough that I thought that the artwork was great. What I saw, the rule book was really good. And I would recommend it to people that are looking for something different. For instance... It is different. I like that. But it, it was frustratingly tight for me. It was. It was. It was good. Uh, but I really think that it... Huh? I don't know what I don't like enough about it, why I'm not raving about it. It's, it's, it's not a game... I, well, it's what I said. It's a good game, but it's not fun. Uh, it's well, work. Well, it's work. I think, and you don't like work, Bubba. I don't I like, like work. work. I think well, I'm a the, truck driver. I like the game. The only reason why I call it competent is that I don't know. I have a tendency where you're doing the same round over and over again, and I think uh, that good point. Um, every round you're doing the same, same thing. thing. I think what you need for is oh, you need to. There wasn't game. enough conflict. No, it's not every game. There wasn't enough conflict as we as we went through the rounds. What I mean is, I essentially played my game. I think you make the point that you got what you wanted to do. He did what he wanted to yeah. do. Gabby did what he wanted to do with the points. Enrique well, did what he see, wanted I to do. Disagree. You need more conflict in the game. Like y'all were taking dice, I really wanted or needed. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. But when it, when so it came to farmers you, that, that, or those things, the yeah. bonus tiles. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did that so not like, force your strategy though? And then you did the whole just ramp up and do the Yeah. Well, yeah. because like there's only two dice in some spots. Yeah. So in a four player game, those can be gone very quickly. That makes sense. Well, see, so still there's a lot of bonus conflict. tiles. The first two people that get them mm. can flip over two of the three. Don't crackle that. <laughs> Belveda breakfast sandwiches. Stop with your crackers. Oh, and I by the way, like while we just got off this point, 
These are, are we really, sponsored by Belvedere? Well, no, but they're these little bitty sandwiches that are breakfast crackers. I was on a roll. So, Jerry, would you one, eat this? One time. Would you eat that? Would time, you eat that if you were on the Oregon Trail? Would you eat that? Um, that just number one, I die of dysentery. Okay. Well, the reason why I say that is I asked that question, which is kind of odd because that's where your interests lie. You and I are what they call the Oregon Trail generation. We're, what? Did we're you look the up? Oregon. Yes, I looked it up. We're the I've Oregon never Trail. Been to Oregon. We are a micro. That's because the animals generation. eviscerated them and left the trail <laughs> organs. <laughs> What's Literally, going on? Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. <laughs> Is that what's going on with the cattle? Where it come from? Look, you're history. really proud of we yourself. Are, we <laughs> I am we are dropping at, knowledge today. I'm looking at. So, I'm looking that's not at in the Gobby. history books. That's not in the history books. I'm looking at Gobby leaning back, being very proud of that <laughs> connection, that hard merge. That was nice. It's hard. That Gobby, proper twelve is good. Too. Gobby, we'll say that it's was that stuff. was that was real talk. Real talk. Thanks. Thanks. That's it. You're very welcome. Anyways, Oregon Trail. Get us back on track, Jerry. Well, Oregon Trail oh, generation. Oh, Paris, New yeah. Eden. Paris, New Eden. I enjoyed it. It's right on the cusp of greatness. I would suggest. We are in day three of BGG, by the way. Yes. And so, oh, we and need to talk would... about day two. Okay. But beforehand. But before that, go ahead. I believe that Paris, New Eden is different enough that you should check it out. It's not gotten a lot of, of attention. And the fact that I am least interested in it must say that it must be a competent and very so one word I would to make it better expansion. You think an expansion? Would I help? think if they put an expansion on it and added a little diversity to it, I think that if you put an expansion to it, it may make it better. Maybe one of those games where you play it add a little different dynamic, and you may go that may make up for that missing. Something. Something. It doesn't That's have the it. je ne sais quoi. <laughs> huh? Huh? Well, huh? Yeah. What did we do? What did we do on day two of BGG? Day two, I played War Chest. Ah, and it's very interesting. It's very, very. I wouldn't buy it, mm. but it's Onitama meets. I mean, it's 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 like it should be War Chess. War, War Chest. But yeah, you have these different abilities with these different tokens. The tokens are very nice, very sturdy. The components are very nice. It's Onitama kind of undaunted if you can mix those two together. Hmm. I enjoyed it. I wouldn't buy it, but I would play it again. You have like, I think it's five different abilities from these tokens. You draw them out of a bag. You have draw three. When you draw those three... You can deploy them. Once you get some deployed, well, then you have more actions to take from there. You can deploy, move, or attack. And all your attacks are different depending on the tokens that you draw out. You have some that are like warriors up close. You have some that are archers from a distance. And they all, depending on which side you're on, they have different things they can do. I got beat down real easy. The guy was really good. Well, actually, I'm terrible. But... It was like you take over these six points of interest. You have to take over six. I was six to four. I played a game called Deep Blue by none other oh, than wow. Days of Wonder. That one's got that one has been thrashed by the critics. Really? Yes. No one likes it. Why not? Uh, I don't know. I'm just telling you what I've heard. Okay. Here's what's interesting about it, and why I I didn't buy it, but I could see where it would have a place in somebody's collection. Deep Blue is a diving game. And as you know, I used to be a diver recreationally. Recreationally? 
I did it for fun. And in Deep Blue, you go out and you dive for treasure. And you have your little boats, two of them, which you move around the board. And you do it kind of Concordia style. You have a hand of cards which you play and do the action, such as you move to here. The cards could either have you move or you could spend them for money to buy crew members that give you bonuses. You go to these areas in the ocean and then you dive. And when you dive, it's simulated by pulling these little jewels out of a bag. And generally, anybody who's adjacent to you can join your dive. So when you're pulling these cute, these little jewels out of the bag, you're either pulling two different types of threat cubes, which is either lack of oxygen or something attacking you, these black or blue cubes, or the various other colors of the gems that you might be pulling out that are varying values. Here's what I liked about it. It was a push-your-luck game to where a lot of times when I'm diving, I know that my opponent is diving with me. They don't have but a certain set amount of oxygen, so I'm wanting to pull bad cubes so that they'll leave, that they'll be have to be forced to leave the dive, and I'll get all the goods from it. Hmm. Sounds like Deep Sea Adventure. I haven't played Deep Sea Adventure. I know you have. But Deep Blue, for some reason, I know you said it got a lot of critics against it. I, I haven't heard like lots of the people I've seen on Instagram like don't like it. I want it was all right. The ground. and I'm shocked to hear you say that because I'm like, oh, that sounds like a game Jerry would. It hate. was all right. Now look, I don't like push your luck. I hate push your luck. I don't particularly like these. I don't want to call them family weight games, but they're games that should be more complicated. And they're kind of they're, well, they're, they're it's too, days of wonder. No, they're too complicated for they're they're almost too gamey for family level, but they're not as like complicated. Wild hog. For, they're not as complicated for medium uh, weight. Hunters would get that. Uh, Either way, uh, unproperly bled wild hog kind of gamey. Either way, Deep Blue was uh, interesting. You know what I find interesting? Let me tell you what I find interesting. <laughs> what about I sit here and talk about War Chest, and he's looking through his notes. Waiting to talk about his next topic, completely ignoring everything I say that about War Chess. That is true. And as soon as I say my last sentence, he just dives into this game Dive. and expects our rapt attention. <laughs> I'm over Deep Blue Adventure. What yeah. Deep Blue C? I think Deep Blue C. That's Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, he got eight. He, he died. He got eight by that big shark. He got eight. But LL Cool but J. They did not have <laughs> he did make it. LL Cool J. <laughs> they did not have Alzheimer's and sharks. LL Cool J. He made it. And you and know the what? Parrot, the parrot made it too. No, the parrot got eight. No, he got eight. eight. There's only hit LL Cool J oh, and that other Did the woman. shark eat the parrot? Yeah, shark ate the parrot. Oh. LL Cool J made it. LL Cool J made it. I remember he stabbed that Rare shark collection. with his And cross, then he went right? on to yeah. work for NCIS, which is a spinoff of Jag. There you go. So what happened one? Don't make it. That's what happens. It. Progression. It all comes back around. <laughs> all, what happened to LL Cool J? He's still, he's still doing it. He's still doing his thing. It is still on the it's air. It's still on the air. It's still going. Is it? Yes. It's like the fifth yes. iteration and it's 10 years It is in. still going strong. I remember watching a documentary. Never seen it before. About a music video of LL Cool J and he talked about what it takes to make a good. What it takes? Tykes. <laughs> what it takes? <laughs> I, I, hey. I'm working on my vernacular for all Australian tykes <laughs> for a good uh, music video, good. and basically his thing was he looked at the camera and licked his lips. That was it the whole time. That's all he did. It, it worked for him. That worked for him. And the ladies would swoon. That was Boom. LL Cool J. If you worked every single day, yes, making five thousand dollars a day, right? 
balling, as they would say. Stacks on stacks, right? <laughs> stacks up high. Where am I at with this? Is that right? It's I mean, enough. that was pretty good, Paul. It's close enough. Ten ahead. years ago. I indeed have made it If you worked every single day making $5,000 a as day. As in rain. 5000 a day from the time Columbus sailed to America. Okay. To the time you are reading this tweet. Okay. This is not a tweet. You would still not. It is. Oh, you would ahead. still not be a billionaire. Okay, so, and you would still have less money than Jeff Bezos makes in a week. I don't care about Jeff Bezos. I'm just telling you how much a billion dollars is. I know it's a lot. If you had a, if I had billion dollars, a million. If I had a billion dollars, who sings that? That's bare naked ladies. Thank you very much. That's going to do it for this podcast. Thank hey. you for being on. Uh, buy you a Bubba. monkey. Thanks, sir. Appreciate the privilege. Uh, on Enrique has left his mic. He has returned. To go take to... care of business. Yes, yes. All right. Until next time, this we'll talk G- to you later. This is Jerry. Peace. Bubba. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Belvita sandwiches. Nobody cares about your crackers. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Stay classy.